how was your week? It's been good. Um, I think like the first couple days were pretty slow, but today felt really productive. Um, and it's raining outside and I like it when it rains. Like I like the rain and the smell of rain. So yeah, it's nice. To be in California. <laughs> What's the weather like over there? Like negative a hundred? Yes, um, negative 50. It was snowing a little bit today. We've officially entered that time where the snow just does not melt. Like it's just permanent. But it hasn't been bad enough that I have to go like outside, uh, shovel the snow. I actually made my first TikTok. <laughs> Remind me to show it to you. Yeah, I want to see it. Is yes. it a, like a dance challenge or like? No, I'm not there yet. I don't. <laughs> it's um, my first, my first and only TikTok. We'll sh we'll exchange TikToks. Yes, I I'm really obsessed with the Megan Thee Stallion voiceover. You know, I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl yeah. shit. I always say that when I'm about to start doing something. And so that's what it's about. I'll show it to you. Okay. <laughs> yes. Aralia, thank you so much for joining me to talk about this topic that I think we often talk about with our closest friends, but we don't really talk about it in public. You know, what it's like to be single. You're 26, I'm 27. And what that means, you know, coming from a Latina household. So I really appreciate your openness to, to have this conversation with me about this. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to chat about it um, and see, see what comes of it. Yes, no. And I wanted to have this conversation with you because one, you're a Scorpio. Mm -hmm. And I just know that we're going to have so many similarities in the way that we show up to, to in relationships. But also because just like me, you're the whole package. I look to you and you are just a badass woman. You love your career. You love what you do. You try to, you know, like get to a healthier place in regards of all aspects of your life, which I admire that. And you don't wish anybody anything bad. So you're like the whole package, just like me. So what is your favorite characteristic about your personality? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um... I would have to say that I guess one of my favorite characteristics is that I try to turn to wonder when someone mm. is someone that I'm speaking to or someone that I'm in a relationship maybe does something or says something that doesn't sit well with me. And that's something that I had to learn mm -hmm. to do over time, like to just like turn to wonder and think like where this person may be at like in you know in their life did they have a bad day what's going on and not so much internalize it from like for myself and so that's something that I guess I've grown to do more of and practice to just turn to wonder and think about what others may be going through and maybe that's influencing what like how they responded to me or how they may be acting I love that so it's not taking things personal, but just wonder where is this coming from, right? But I do have to say that I'm not good at it every time, <laughs> but it's something that I've like tried to practice more over probably the last yeah. couple of years and that I'm getting better at it. And so mm -hmm. it's something that 
I've been focusing a lot on. I love that. So self-awareness is key. I like that. I wonder, do I do that? No, I don't think I do that, but I think I'm going to start. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you do it without like thinking of it. Like I'm sure you probably do. I feel like you do. Probably, but I still, you know, like I think for the first five seconds when someone says something to me when I'm in a relationship, I'm like, oh, you want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're using fighting words. Like that's what yeah. we're doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what we're going to do today. No, but like for the first five seconds and then I have to stop myself. So even though I think about that first, I always stop and say, you know what? Like, is this the right time to, to talk about that? So awesome. I wanted to throw you off because I do think that. <laughs> I was going to say that I'm really funny. You know, I really like that. <laughs> yes, my... I like that. But a lot of people don't agree that I'm funny. I think I'm funny though. <laughs> They're haters. Don't listen to them. If you ask my siblings if like they think I'm funny, they're going to say that I'm not. But if you ask my Instagram followers, they might say that I think I'm funny. <laughs> no, I can say, I do think you're funny. I follow you on Instagram. I think what you post is funny and like really good content. So thank you. <laughs> I'm just bored. Look at us affirming each other. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what we need. I think, yes. And I, I think I love that because sometimes when you're single um, and you don't have someone, you know, um, as a romantic partner, it may, you may not get as many affirmations. It, so you have to do that for yourself, right? Um, so yeah, so we're tackling the, the conversation about singlehood. Um, how would you describe it, what it's like to, well, first of all, um, how long have you been single? Um, I've been single probably like almost two years mm -hmm. now, officially. Yeah, two years. How, how would you describe that singlehood has been for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, these last two years, a lot has happened, like, mm -hmm. in the world. <laughs> and um, I've moved, too. Like, I've moved across the country. Um, and so there have definitely been moments where I wished, like, I wasn't alone, like, I, that I had somebody mm -hmm. else to, like, do those things with. Because sometimes it's hard. Like, yeah. But at the same time, I've also had really great mentors and like friends to be there to support me during those really hard times in family too. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's like a journey. Like it's not linear. I mean, there's times where I'm like, you know, it's really great being single and I'm enjoying learning about myself and what I want out of a serious relationship one day. But there are definitely times, like I mentioned that. I think, you know, it'd be really nice to have someone to like talk to about certain things or bounce ideas off of, pay half the rent. I mean, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but you know, like things yeah. like that. So it definitely hasn't been linear and it's just, it's been different, you know, emotions at different points in my time and my yeah. life. I love that you acknowledge that because I would say for a very long time, I used to be like, I'm an independent woman. I don't need anybody yeah. else. And so for, for me, for this year to accept, you know, sometimes I do get lonely. And um, actually my therapist forced me to say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Stared at her for a couple of minutes. I'm like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> They're really good at that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so 
That was one of the very first things I learned how to say in therapy to acknowledge when I felt alone and, and to call it for what it was, right? So I, I love that you acknowledge that too, because it is a journey. Like some some like days you're just like, wow, I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so happy with myself. And then there are other days where it's like, you know, I really wish that there, I had someone that, not that we need it, but certain times like you do need somebody to, to make you feel special and mm-hmm. say, hey, like, I'm really proud of you. Someone outside of your family, friends and family, mm-hmm. you know? So you're originally from California. So where else have you lived? Yeah, so born and raised in Northern California, and then I moved to Iowa for grad school. And then right after grad school, I moved to North Carolina for my first job. I was there for about a little over a year and a half, Mm -hmm. and then I got another, my current job. And so I've moved back to Northern California. So I I think I've also lived in Key West, Florida for Mm -hmm. um, a few months for like a program that I worked for. And so I think in the last five years, I've lived in four different states. Girl, you went from coast to coast. You went from like West, Midwest, like South, North, East. Southeast, yeah. Yeah, Southeast, Northeast. Damn, you've been all That's yeah. awesome. Did you have family at any of those states where you lived? No, okay. no. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously only California, but in all the other states. In Iowa, I only, I knew one friend that I had met in when I was living in Key West, because it was like a program through the school. And so we got to meet people from different schools. So I knew one friend. And then when I moved to North Carolina, I didn't know anyone until later, I realized that I had a friend there that lived nearby. But yeah, no, not really family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely relate to, to that. Um, for the last two years, I have been traveling nonstop because of work. So I stopped traveling almost about a year ago when the pandemic hit. I, I think there was, there was a lot of trips that I took where I got to see and experience so many beautiful things by myself. And while I felt very privileged to be able to, to, to see those things, like when I went to Miami and I went to like this art district and that's really cool about myself, there's a lot of independency and a lot of confidence that comes from experiencing things by yourself. But when I went to all of those states, I would be lying if I said that I didn't wish I had a special someone there with me, especially when the Uber drivers got creepy with me. I'm like, damn. Mm. You know, like I felt very unsafe at times where I was like, you know, if like I just had somebody else with me right now, maybe I wouldn't feel so unsafe. But, you know, at that time, we're like, what can you do? Right. <laughs> yeah. So within these two years, just on your singlehood, what would you say something that that you've been working towards? Like you mentioned, like just focusing on yourself, like what has, what has that looked like? So, I mean, I shared this with like close friends and a couple like close family members. Since I've been single, I started going to therapy more and to revisit like a lot of the childhood trauma that I experienced from my dad. My parents are divorced now and whatnot, but we as a family never really like talked about it. And so that's something that I've been revisiting in therapy and mo- mostly 
like how my childhood trauma shows up today in my relationships, like Mm -hmm. with friends, with like, you know, romantic relationships and also in work too. And so Mm. um, I have learned a lot about (laughs) how, even though that like traumatic experience, like ended maybe like 10 years ago because of the divorce it still lingers and it still has affected the way I interact with other people and what I tell myself about myself so that I would say that is the biggest thing that I've been working on since I've been single and it's been I mean up there's been ups and downs and whatnot with it but I've had a like this opportunity and like time to really learn about me Mm-hmm. And so it's been pretty, it's been interesting and like really rewarding journey. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that because I am in the exact same boat. Mm-hmm. The reason why I've been going to therapy is because while my parents are still together, there was a couple of decades when we didn't have the healthiest family dynamic mm-hmm. without going too much into detail, but there were certain things that happened in our family that were very traumatic experiences for, for everybody. Yeah. And so those experiences did shape the way that I show up in romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I was just having a conversation, I think with my, with my brother, how the reason why we have so many toxic relationships today is because people don't address how their childhood traumas maybe traumas in general show up in their relationships today. And we go about life without addressing these things and we end up hurting other people too. Right. One of the ways that I think because of my relationship with my father shaped how I show up in relationships is that I always expect to get hurt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's like almost like I'm calling it, I'm like manifesting it because I show up in relationships. I'm like, it's all nice and great, but I'm not going to trust you too much because you're going to end up hurting me. Right. Yeah. I'm already, so that to me, like I start romantic relationships already on a bad note because I already quote unquote telling how the future will be for, for me and that individual. No. Yeah. Similarly, like with that, I've also learned about myself that not only am I like afraid to trust people, but I'm also afraid to address things that may come up in like an argument or like, or like something that bothered me. Like I'd be afraid to bring it up or address it because of the fear of like abandonment or Mm. um, like they'll just leave, you know? So yeah, without going into too much detail, like I can, I've learned like some of those things and, and those feelings are still there, but like through therapy and like through self-reflection, like, I don't know about, I don't know how, um, how it's shown up for you, but in those self-reflection and therapy, I've been able to like identify things that I can do to like, okay, like I'm feeling this way, but like, what are the facts? Like, let's think about like what is actually happening. So it's been helpful for me. Yeah. See, I'm the exact same way when something is bothering me, when let's say in an argument, I don't like to share my feelings Mm. because one, I don't know how to articulate it. And two, because I feel like my feelings are unnecessary. Yeah. I think as a child, I conditioned myself or I, I taught myself how to stop feeling feelings because mm. I'm tired of being hurt by the situation that was taking place 
with with my family. And so I just grew up in a way that I just, I don't have time for feelings. But in a relationship, that's like the peace foundation. So you have to be able to share and be honest with each other. Hey, I didn't really like when you said this because it made me feel, it hurt me or it made me feel unappreciated. I have never, ever, ever said those words to to mm-hmm. romantic partners because I don't, one, I don't want to acknowledge that I'm hurting. Yeah. And two, I don't want to, I don't want them to think that I'm weak because when they hurt me, I want them to know that I'm going to be okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I cool. Um, well, and we like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not an expert on it or anything, but like from what I've learned, like we learn to act in that way, or I've learned to act in the way that I do to protect myself from certain things. Right. Yes. And so I'm having to like, learn, like to acknowledge that for myself. Like I learned to act this way to protect myself from. Yes. And now I'm learning like that something who was like a parent is no longer involved. And in, like, so how can I, I'm, I'm relearning how to respond to things, knowing like mm. I'm safe right now you know yeah um yeah so I mean I, I think it's a good conversation to to have and to reflect and to think on how things might have you know things you've experienced might have impacted you differently yes and I think that's key that I think you're absolutely right the reason why we didn't trust people or the reason why we didn't want to acknowledge our feelings because we were afraid of somebody leaving right. served us and that yeah that got us to survive what we were experiencing. But now we need to learn to live in the present, which I think that's why I'm so grateful that I, that I'm single right now. Yes, sometimes it's hard. I wish mm-hmm. get some good morning messages because I love good morning messages. <laughs> I'll text you in the morning. I'll send you text. Please, <laughs> I love saying good morning to people. I, I just, oh, it just made me so much joy. I'm a morning person. Yeah, I wish I had someone, you know, that I could be like annoying with um, or receive those without asking. But I'm very appreciative of this time because I am learning that I can reparent myself. I can be a woman that shares their most authentic self with somebody that's vulnerable without thinking that that's somehow weak. Right. Well, and one thing I just want to add too, because you mentioned like, like we talked about how like it served us a purpose at a certain time, like how we responded and to thank ourselves for that, you know, and to yes. acknowledge like we were do like as kids, like, or whenever it was that you've experienced something like you're responding to protect yourself and to thank yourself for that and mm-hmm. to be gentle with, you know, the process yeah. to unlearn and relearn ways to interact with others. I love that. Just thank yourself and and imagine the type of person you want to be and how you want to show up in all relationships. It's a beautiful thing to be able to imagine a healthy person that can communicate and such. So moving on to the future and what that could look like for us. How, um, so that's, you know, that's where we've been. Uh, presently, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about just singlehood and how our love language, mm. how our love language shows up right now, even though we're not in a re- romantic relationship. So what, what is your love language? Do you remember? Can you guess? Without looking? Can you guess? Without looking? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me look at the options. 
the, the options for love languages, if you haven't taken this test, I'll put it on the description box. I think it's interesting. So the five options are words of affirmation, receiving gifts. I don't, I don't think that's you. Uh, physical touch, acts of service, and quality time. You're a Scorpio. So I'm going to go with words of affirmation. It's, it's my, it's one of my top two. It's quality time and words of affirmation. Yeah. Do you have the same? Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, I thought wait. these were ranked by, I thought these were ranked by order, but no, they're no. By, Yes. Minor worth of affirmations is my number one. Uh-huh. And quality time is my second one. <laughs> I wonder, okay. So yours is quality time. Tell me a little bit more about that. How how do you, because that is your number one love language, how do you give yourself that? The way I like to receive love is like definitely through quality time. And obviously because of like the pandemic, that's been really hard. Mm-hmm. And so the ways that I've seen it kind of show up now is like calling people. Like I'll call my cousins, I'll call my mom, like <laughs> and talk on the phone and like they'll answer and they'll talk to me. But like, I'm always the caller. Cause I'm like, I need to like interact with somebody or even like through like text message, like being present with certain people, like communicating via text is how it's also mm. shown up for me with other people. But how I've like shown quality time with myself is through exercise. I like to go running outside by myself and like experiencing Mm. like a new like landscape or going hiking and experiencing like a new hike. And I've also noticed that after work, because even though I'm working from home, I um, zoom a lot. So I'm like still interacting with people a lot, but the way I show quality time for myself is like, I will find like a really good like movie that has brought me Mm. joy in the past. And it'll just be me. Like I, like I try not to like message people. I try not to like, you know, get distracted by my phone. And I try to just focus on that. And every now and then I'll get myself like a Starbucks <laughs> or like a coffee. Yes. And um, like, it'll just be me. And it's like the best, like, I'm so happy. Like if I have a coffee and like a movie to watch, like it's like a good time. And then sometimes I'll like, go by myself like breakfast in the morning like on the weekend Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't realize that I was showing myself my love language until I started seeing it pop up on social media like love languages Mm -hmm. like during a pandemic and so you can find that stuff out there of like what does it look like to show yourself your love language Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah those are some ways that I've seen it show up for me what's your favorite movie so I don't have like one favorite movie but my go-to's are usually like any like Avengers like series Mm -hmm. and then you've got mail have you ever seen that one no is it a rom-com uh yes and it's like I think it was like it came out in like 1998 I just watched it recently okay there's some problematic pieces in it but essentially it's like a a Mm. woman that owns a bookstore and like her love story through that and personally I've always wanted to own my own bookstore so that's why I really like that movie (sighs) Oh, that would be awesome if you had but like a coffee shop. Yes, I can have my okay. I can run a coffee shop and you can run the bookstore. Done. Business, Business idea. partners. Yes. <laughs> I love yeah. that. 
You know, um, I actually just thought about this question on the spot. Like I wasn't okay. on asking you that question, but so just hearing you talk like how you realize that that's how you show up your love. I think it, it's so important for anybody, whether they're single or in a relationship, find out what your love language is and make sure that you're also giving that to yourself. Mine are words of affirmation. And I think it mean a lot to me when they're coming from my loved ones. Mm. And and I think I, I do like that aspect of a romantic relationship. I like when when someone besides my family and my best friends are, are, are giving that to me. I don't really care for gifts because I'm really picky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, for example, with flowers and roses, I actually don't like red roses, but I like daisies. And so I have yet to have a guy give me my favorite flower. Mm. So that's why I look. Wait, you said your favorite are daisies. Yes, girl okay. daisies to be exact. Well, now they know. Only <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. So, but yeah. So I don't really care for gifts. Physical touch. I'm like, mm, if I'm in a mood. That was my lowest one. <laughs> right yeah, on. that's one of my lowest ones too. And acts of service, not really, because it's really hard for me to accept help. That's why I'm in therapy. Okay. I'm learning how to accept for sure. But um, I, I've, this pandemic, I've done something a little bit different. So I started journaling. Mm. And this year, this past November, I wrote myself a letter thanking and acknowledging myself for how far I've come. And it's one of my favorite letters that I've ever written. And so now I like, I, I do do that for myself. You know, I, I give myself my own affirmations and even though we're not in a relationship today, we're still able to show ourselves mm-hmm. love how we want to receive it. Um, how do you think you, based on the love languages, how do you think you show your love for others? That's a good question. I try to be, I'm not good at this, but I try to um learn how they like to receive love because Mm -hmm. or else it can be really for lack of a better term like it could be annoying to some people when you try to show them love in the way that you want to receive love yeah so like for example I really like to talk to people on the phone Mm -hmm. but I know that other people don't and so like I know my like close friends don't and so I've stopped just calling them out of nowhere because it (laughs) Cause I'll do that. Like if somebody calls me out of nowhere, like I'll answer, but other people don't like that. Um, and so like what I started doing is like, I'll text them first. Like, Hey, like, mm. when can you talk? You know? Um, but I do think that I try to give people gifts for some reason. And I don't really know why you too. Yeah. The exact same way. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why it is that I do that. I'll ask my therapist, but <laughs> But the gifts that I give, I've noticed that I try to be intentional about like yes. them be, not being like expensive, but like meaningful. So like, for example, I know that my mom like loves baked goods. And like, I know that she's really wanted this like lemon coconut like bar. And for weeks I like just didn't go. Like my mom tries to stay home as much as possible. And I just mm-hmm. stopped busy and one day I was like, you know, I'm going to surprise her. And like, I bought her one and she was like, so happy. Like she loved it and everything. And so I'll do things like that, but I try to make them like meaningful, like mm-hmm. personal meaningful gifts. 
But yeah. yeah. But you're the same way. I wonder why. I'm the exact same way. I think I know why too, but I don't. <laughs> yes. You, okay. you tell me why you think why, and I'll tell you why I think why. I think because I'm not really good at articulating my feelings towards people. It's easier for me to be able to give them a gift that is very thoughtful to say like, oh, here, I got you this. Because that doesn't require for me to say, hey, I really like, I love you or I, I'm really I thought about you. Yes. So it's easier yeah. for me to just be like, here, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to say anything. Right. What do you think that is? Well, I, that's a good point. Cause then like when, when they see how thoughtful it is, they know you put in thought to like really think about what they would want and all of that so yeah that's a good point the one that I was thinking I was like I'm wondering if I give gifts to I don't know to feel like essential in their mm-hmm. life I can see that <laughs> yeah like I said I need to talk to my therapist about it more but that's like my initial <laughs> thought watches be completely off <laughs> right just so whoever's listening we are not experts in no at we're all. not experts we're not experts on that so how do you feel about the holiday and how do you plan on spending the day? Valentine's Day, I should say that. Valentine's yeah. Day is in two days. Yeah, um, I really enjoy Valentine's Day now. And I even kept my Christmas tree up and redecorated redecorated it, Valentine's Day stuff. Um, yeah, in the past, I was very like, I don't know. I, just, I feel like there still is pressure about, around Valentine's Day. So I didn't enjoy it as much, but now I do enjoy it. I try to celebrate it with, you know, friends or family. Mm -hmm. And so this Valentine's Day, because I'm now like closer to like living closer to my mom, we're going to have dinner like in her driveway, like socially distant. Mm -hmm. Um, She's going to cook and I'm going to bring her favorite like lemon bar dessert. And we're just going to chat and like hang out. And my mom's a Scorpio too. I should have told you that. I love that. I love that for your mom and for you. Yeah. I love you? that. Um, I, I love that you're spending it with someone that you love probably the most in this world. Um, I've also actually like Valentine's Day is one of my favorite holidays because my perspective on the holiday is all about friendships versus romantic relationships. And that's just because that's how you celebrate it in El Salvador. Uh, so there's been some bad Valentine days for sure but because I like the holiday so much I don't let those bad experiences take control over 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 the day so this year I'm gonna try to make a pink cheesecake for my sister because that's her favorite dessert oh my goodness yes (laughs) I made the recipe I want to try yes I'll send it to you I have never been able to make cheesecake successfully so we'll see how this goes I feel like it's gonna be successful like I feel it's gonna be good it's going to be like, um, what's the little angel? Of the, um, what's oh, his name? Um, Cupid. Cupid, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he helps me. I'll pray to Cupid. But yeah, I'm excited for the holiday. And I know that it can be hard for some people, especially if you've had bad experiences um, or you feel lonely, you know, because it reminds you that you may not have a significant person there when social media, that's all that it's portraying. Right. I definitely think that you can take control back of the day and say that this is the day that you're going to show your your love for yourself and here's how I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's one element I didn't think about, like like the social media piece and how a lot of people may be posting and how it could make people feel. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see who gets engaged. You know, I'm a chismosa, so I'm 
y'all are still together and now you're getting married. <laughs> next, um, next podcast episode. <laughs> yes, I'll be like, I'm going to tell you who all got engaged and how many of them were in my DMs last month. <laughs> <laughs> that only happened to me once. That actually happened to me once. Oh, wow. Somebody slid into my DMs. I was considering it. And then a week later, he was engaged. No way. No yes. way. They're still together. So I'm, I'm happy he had a change of heart. But that's a quick change of heart. Oh, my gosh. Well, my friend, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me.